Hello and welcome to San Antonio Oasis in person. My name is Jenny Brown, Associate Director for Oasis, and today we are interviewing Craig Stimson, Outreach Coordinator here at Oasis. And today Craig will be talking to us about finding your path, which proves that this it will be a wonderful podcast today and we hope that you will enjoy it very, very much. So Craig has a lot planned for us. So Craig, thank you for being with us today. It is my pleasure. Good morning, everyone out there in podcast land. I hope you're all well and being safe and social distancing. I know for one, I'm ready for some social closenessing. But in the meantime, uh, we are where we are. Uh, This morning, we're going to talk a little bit about finding a path. Uh, This is a subject that Jenny and I have discussed in the path. Uh, It's been inspirational for us. It certainly has been for me. Uh, And so let's start with this. Uh, Why do we need a path? Perfect. Why do we need a path? Absolutely. Why do we need a path, Craig? We don't necessarily need a path. If you're happy where you are, Uh, That's great, but if you're in a life situation due to changes or perhaps changes due to COVID virus, uh, maybe you want to do something different as far as what you do on a daily basis. Uh, We're uh, going to talk a little bit about how did we get where we are right now. Um, If this is, if we're talking about paths, could have I change the path I'm on? Or what would I do if I changed the path? Is there anything I could have done different? Uh, Jenny, this is kind of like when you and I talk about what we want to be when we grow up. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, now, it's true, folks out there in podcast land, I do have more sand in the bottom of my hourglass than I do in the top. Uh, (laughs) But I still know a handful of people that are in the mid-60s Uh, that still don't know what they want to be when they grow up. So that, as much as finding a path, uh, we're going to talk about uh, being aware of where you've been and how to decide, how to know where you're going. And so, Jenny, not to be too philosophical about this, but... You and I have spent some time, as you know, talking about awareness and being present in the moment. So this little quest, this little chat this morning is going again to be, is there anything we can alter the path that we're on as a result of our conversation with each other? So here we go. Perfect. So the first thing we're going to do, folks out there, uh, we want to keep you entertained. We're going to do a little visual aid. And so you can do this on a piece of paper or you can do it imaginary on the wall in front of you. So imagine a big old piece of paper right in front of you on the wall. And so with your finger, you're gonna put it up at the top of the piece of paper and you're gonna make this big old squiggly line from top to bottom, top to bottom, back and forth, back and forth. You know what that is? That's your path in the past. That's where you've been. How long is this imaginary path? Well, that path can be since we got up this morning. It can be the last month. 
It can be the last year or it can be from the day you were born to right now. Now, personally, the path that I've been on uh, for the last few weeks has frankly been pretty magnificent. But I look back on that squiggly line for the last 20 or 30 years and I'm going, well, maybe there's some things I would change. What I would do, what would I do different? Huh? Is there anything that I could alter the way that squiggly line looked? Well, as we know, we can't change the path but we can be more aware of where we are now. Maybe that'll result in making some changes. So I promised you this morning we're gonna keep you entertained. Let's take a minute and listen to a poem about a path. Sounds great. This is The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. I wanna take a moment to say that next month, this poem will be 105 years old. That's a long path. That is a long path. (laughs) The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other, and just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for the passing there, had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh. Somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood, and I... I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. So Robert Frost took the path less traveled. 20 years later, would have he made that same choice? Who knows? I want to add a little bit of a, a interesting tidbit to this. Robert Frost wrote that poem as a joke for a friend that he walked with, fellow poet Edward Thomas. So when they were walking together, Thomas was chronically indecisive about which road they ought to take. Oh, man, we should go this way or we should go that way. In respect, (laughs) often lamented that they should have, in fact, taken the other road. That's exactly what we're going to talk about this morning. We're going to talk about change, about deciding... uh, which path we should be on. So, obviously, these are all questions we can't answer. They're just best guesses. Remember, folks, the decisions we make in life are always what we feel is the best decision at the moment. Let's stop beating ourselves up. We do what we think is best in the moment. All that curves, all those curves on that picture that we just drew 
uh, those are the challenges. Those are the changes in our life. Can we go back and fix those? No, we can't. Uh, We did what we thought was best at the moment. So, here we are. We're we're on this big old lifelong path. I get up this morning. uh, I say hello to Wilma, my dog. I make coffee. I go to work. Uh, Path doesn't seem to change much. Yet, when I look back on the days, weeks, the months, and the years, there's a lot of squiggly lines there. So, how'd that happen? Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Uh, Could I have been more awake? That's what we're going to look at in detail. Okay. So let me ask you something, Craig. So what if I like my path or what if I do want to change my path? What are some suggestions that you have? Here's one big thing that we can do. This is your homework assignment. Folks, (laughs) every day, at least once a day, Ask yourself these questions. Where are we? What time is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. So where we are is right now. Uh-huh. And what time is it is right now. That's right. right. We're right here. It's right now. We are in the present. Again, where are we? Right. We're here. Right. And what time is it? It's right now. There's nothing on that squiggly line we can change. So no past to worry about. No past to worry about. This is where awareness of our path starts. Right now. Folks, the path, a path, is the space ahead of you as you move along. It's what's yet to come. We're going to paint a picture of that squiggly line moving forward that maybe it's not any different. Obviously, for the last three months, we know about things in life that have made some changes that that we couldn't do anything about. But maybe we can be a little bit more at ease about our path. So, Ginny, you asked, what if I want to do if I want to change my path? Here's some ideas. Folks, this is where we're going to get your money's worth out of this. Um, Start by doing what feels right. Trust your instincts. Stop. Go back to where we are. What time is it? Be present. Take time to listen to yourself. But start by what's feeling right. Four little tidbits. Stop overthinking. Folks, so much of our stress and anxiety about the future comes from analyzing and thinking about what we do as adults. And let me stop and and say this. Folks, it doesn't make any difference if we're 20 years old or 90 years old. You may be thinking, well, I'm 102 years old and so I'm not going to worry about my path. Um, That's wonderful. But at the same time, being aware of your path and having a little more self-awareness, it might result in you being a little more happy each day. Certainly, myself, I can recount countless nights 
laying awake and thinking about what should I do? Shall I do this or shall I do that? Shall I start a new job? Shall I leave my old job? Uh, shall I uh, buy three more dogs? Shall I move to a new neighborhood? Uh, shall I try to do a better job of settling, settling down? I, I spent so much time trying to figure out where I would go on my path, I ended up doing anything at all. And see, that's what happens. We just don't know. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because we're not basing our choice of direction on a forecast that's likely to be wrong. We're making our choices depending on what's really important to us right here, right now, not tomorrow. And much like the past, we also have to be careful of those what ifs, those nasty little thoughts that get in our head about, you know, what if my decision's wrong? What if I get sick or my family moves away or I lose my job? All of those. Absolutely, absolutely. And the answer to that is, and this takes practice, be still, stop overthinking. Just being still. It is difficult to do, I know, but going back again a little bit, one of the classes that Ginny and I teaches is diabetes self-management. One of the exercises in that class is decision-making, and you write all the pros and cons of a specific decision you're gonna make in the future, but the bottom, the, the last component to that exercise is what's called the, the gut test. You make a decision based on how you feel at the moment. Trust your instincts, just be still, and listen to yourself. So, next thing. Ginny, you just mentioned, well, what if this happens or what if that happens? I I can't make a decision. Here's what you can do. Try anything. Do something. When you take action and you start doing things, you you start to feel better almost immediately. Oh, golly gosh, I did something. (laughs) I got up, I moved. Uh, Instead of thinking about some far off place in your head, uh, full of uncertainty, you're working on something that is really certain, your actions right now. So many times (laughs) I've gotten caught up in the chaos of life and I'm consumed by it until I realize that while I can't control what will happen tomorrow, I can control the actions I take every single day right now. I have control over that. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but by golly gosh, I know this, I can control where I'm at right now. That's the beauty of our life. Knowing that we have absolute control over each of our thoughts, actions, and words. So, and by trying and moving and asking, engaging, and we're gonna experiment and we're gonna walk around. I'm gonna talk to Wilma the dog. We're one step further than we were yesterday on this path. And you just never know where this one step today will lead us. 
Again, remember a path is the space ahead of you as you move along, not what happened yesterday. That's the beauty of it. We have absolute control over our thoughts, our words, and our actions. And trying, moving, engaging, we never know where that step will lead. So, following our inner voice. Ginny, I used to feel like if I knew more, and I still do think this, if I knew more, I would be able to make a better decision about the direction I wanted to take in life. But as I tried to investigate more and try to get more information about making a better decision, this hole just got deeper and deeper until I found myself buried. Um, it's it's easy to become confused and overwhelmed by so much information, some of it conflicting. Uh, I just don't know what or whom to believe. Folks, our little podcast this morning is certainly not the know-all, do-all of finding a path. Uh, if you will get on Amazon or Google, you will find there are thousands of books on finding a path. But what, we, what we're talking about this morning is just letting go. Let go of all the evidence. Buy 10,000 books if you want to, but let go, read them, then let go of that evidence and start following your gut. Start following how you feel inside. Going back to Robert Frost, Robert Frost took the path least traveled. That's a little scary. But in his heart, whether it was a joke or not, he felt like maybe that's the right path. I've certainly taken chances. I've taken small steps in the dark, which has been scary. I've stumbled, stumbled, <laughs> stumbled. I have certainly fallen down. I've gone back up and it's been difficult, but eventually I have found my way not because of some book or some data point on a chart, which I have tried to do, showing me which way to go, but because I tried to, to trust my inner voice. I'm listening to what's inside. Yeah, you know, it was oftentimes it's been wrong, but it eventually got better because I was out there doing and learning and moving and talking to other people and mostly just being silent and listening to myself. And so one more thing. When I first started exploring new opportunities, as I've said, I found myself overwhelmed. There's so many people trying to do what I was doing and, oh, you, Craig, you need to be on this path or this path. I turned into my friends. It didn't offer any respite because it encouraged me uh, they're going, why don't you, why aren't you more sensible? You should do this, or you should do that. You should save more money, or you should take a different job, or you should settle down. Uh, with all these seeds of self-doubt, uh, it took me time to, to recover. It was in all these voices, uh, all the blogs, all the videos, all the social media. Eventually, I found encouragement. It felt like these voices were talking to me. 
I found the light inside of me to bring forward the resiliency that until then, it kind of lay dormant. I'm just listening to other people. I'm listening to myself. Jenny, I've taken, even in the last few weeks with this podcast exercise, I started on small steps each and every day. I put aside overthinking. I don't lay in bed and stare at the ceiling and go, what if I do this or what if I do this? Uh, I'm starting to take little steps. I've started to realize that if you have everything you need deep within you, you can find the right direction. It may not be the direction I expect, but I've got a little bit more control over it. And you know what? It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. So, folks, in conclusion, everyday practice, where are you? I'm here. What time is it? It's right now. Take a few minutes every day just to be still. Listen to that little voice inside. What do you want to do? What makes you happy? What do people like about me? What can I offer the community? What can I offer myself or my friends? Uh, Work on being positive. Make little teeny steps each day and you just might find that that picture, imaginary picture we drew of a squiggly line, it still may be very squiggly, but that path may be a lot more fun than it has been in the past. Thank you all. It is an honor and a privilege to be part of Oasis and the Oasis podcasts. Again, you all be safe, stay well, come see us when you can. Thank you. Craig, thank you so much for your words. They're such an inspiration, especially right now as we charter through unknown territory and waters. Um, It's very important that we stay on a path and try to find who we are and so forth in this uncertainty. And we might just be pleasantly surprised at what we find. So again, Craig, thank you so much. We certainly appreciate it. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast at Oasis in Person. And of course, if you were in the San Antonio area, you're welcome to reach us at 210-236-5954. And remember always, we are here for you. and welcome to Oasis in Person. I'm Jenny Brown, Associate Director for San Antonio Oasis. Today I'd like to talk to you about a class we do here at Oasis called 50 Questions to Free Your Mind. This class more or less came about a few years back to encourage brain fitness, but just as importantly, the class also addresses matters of the heart or the spiritual side of our nature. It requires self-reflection and awareness, but what is it that inspires us to reflect and be self-aware? Johann Gottfried von Herder, a German poet, critic, theologian, and philosopher, has been quoted as saying, Without inspiration, the best powers of the mind remain dormant. There is a fuel in us which needs to be ignited with sparks. I heard someone say the other day about how they had given up on all the dreams they once had and finished off the statement by saying they were pretty silly anyways. 
When we are connected to our core self, that place inside of us that burns for knowledge and wants to be the best we can be, no dream is ever lost. It is there at our fingertips. Granted, it might look a little different, but if that passion is still inside us with a little ignition, our dream can become a reality, whatever that dream may be. So many of us 50 years and older when we were young did not get to experience or were not necessarily encouraged to give much attention to our inner thoughts or our intuitive side. There were more important responsibilities we were to tend to, or maybe we were just trying to simply survive. There was no time to think about dreams or what we really wanted from this life. But let me ask you, what could be more important than the cultivation of our true potential and finding out who we really are? Trapped within our own minds, within our own little individual universes, we can, through patterned behaviors and stale thinking, become the creation of all the stories, all the experiences, all the roles we have played out in this life, sometimes leaving our spirit waiting to be freed and possibly yearning for more. We need a fresh breath of inspiration to blow through our minds on a regular basis. We need to ask our, and question ourselves frequently. Why do I think this way? Is it still relevant to my current reality? We need to ponder life outside our box. 50 questions ask those questions we do not normally think about. Questions that cause us to think or reflect on situations that are not a normal part of our framework. The questions challenge us to expand our thinking. Our reflections can lift us out of the murky waters of life and offer us a clear reflection of who we are and the world around us. Right now, with so much confusion around us and new normals to navigate, it is important to be able to see clearly what's before us with clear insight and perspective. Is it possible that undealt with emotions are making us jump on bandwagons that are filled with old residuals, bitterness, anger, or frustration? For some, staying at home can make us ruminate on negative thoughts or possibly even feelings of fear. We need inspiration in our life to remind us that there is something greater in our lives and we are a part of it. We need to be reminded of our true self without any filters. Being able to control your emotions depends in part on how much you feed a particular emotion or how much you focus on what you're afraid of, enraged by, or depressed about. But more than that, good emotional intelligence requires we understand our moods, our emotional triggers, recognizing when and why we get upset, and having very real strategies in place to be able to understand and deal with the way that we are feeling. 50 Questions offers a safe place to engage with others in new ways of thinking about life and its many situations with a multitude of interesting questions. The questions again provide us an opportunity to free ourselves from the normal responses by bumping us off the mental grooves we get stuck in. They challenge us to think about our answers and find new perspective. Doc Childre from the HeartMath Institute tells us, There is a natural bridge between mind and heart, yet a genuine commitment to manage and balance the emotional nature is required to manifest that connection. In that connection is where we find ourselves, our inspiration, and ultimately the dreams we have put aside. We hope you can join us for what should be an inspirational and enjoyable class discussion on July 29th at 1 o'clock. To attend the class, please visit oasiseverywhere.org. Or if you need further information, please contact us at 210-236-5954 here in the San Antonio area. This is Jenny Brown, Associate Director for San Antonio Oasis. And remember, we are here for you.